Okay. Okay, welcome to the podcast. Um, today's guest, we have Judith Hughes from the Diocese of Norwich. Um, she's the leader of the Spiritual Renewal Center. No, co-director. Oh, co-director. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Um, Judith, can um, you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, how long you've been um, co-director? Well, I've been involved in the ministry for 45 years. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and, um, I can't seem to give it up. <laughs> yeah. it's, taken, it's taken me many places. Um, I became a widow 39 years ago. And my kids were all out of the house and I went to a prayer group, went through life in the spirit seminar and just, I was touched so deeply by the spirit of God. So I decided that I would do all that I could to serve him and this door opened. Mm -hmm. um, so I began to help at the center in Norwich and then I began to do a lot of administrative work and then mission work and ministry work. Um, and here it is 45 years later, and I'm still doing it. Wow. Yeah. But I'm getting tired. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I, well, somebody told me one day, when you get it right, the Lord moves you on. Well, I haven't, guess I haven't gotten it right yet, but <laughs> it's like, okay. And we are slowing down. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you have a lot of experience. That's a long time. Yes, it is. And yeah. I have really been grateful because I've been able to experience a lot of things, mm -hmm. part of uh, national boards, traveled a lot for the renewal yeah. throughout the country. And then Father and I did a lot of uh, trips, spiritual pilgrimages to mm -hmm. um, Italy, Israel. Oh, wow. oh, okay. Uh, Portugal. Uh -huh. The God has really blessed me. I have three children married, yeah. um, five, five grandchildren. Uh -huh. And um, I think the ministry after my husband died kind of filled in those empty spaces. Mm. But it also brought me into meeting some wonderful, wonderful people. Wow. So have been blessed by that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that you traveled all the way um, to Europe and so forth. So did you bring like the healing retreats over there? Like, it, did you bring Unbound there? No, they were really spiritual pilgrimages oh, to okay. help people connect with the scriptures, with Rome, uh -huh. with Fatima, with Our Lady of Lourdes. Oh, okay. So they were they were spiritual pilgrimages. No, minister, the ministry, Unbound Ministry, I saw advertised in a flyer. And we had been working with inner healing, uh, generational healing, mm -hmm. spiritual healing, theophastic healing. And this little article talked about Unbound and it was like, yep, this is what we need. So went up to New Hampshire to be trained and to go through it and then came back and um, asked a couple people and father to go back up to New Hampshire for the next ministry they had. And we came back and started to do it on ourselves. 
to practice, but also to help us to not get our own wounds when we prayed with people mm -hmm. in the way. Yeah. yeah. So we've been doing it for like the last 14 years. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And I got in touch with you, what, I think four or five years ago. Yes, you did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you've been such an asset to us, really. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think Unbound is great. Um, can you tell people like what Unbound is? It's it's deliverance prayer, right? It's a deliverance prayer, but for me, Unbound helps the person recognize and name what is bothering them. Mm. You know, inner healing, you really rely on the Lord, the Holy Spirit, and try and try to pick the places that they're wounded mm -hmm. unbound they have to name it they have to acknowledge it yes this is the spirit of anger um overrules me at times or anxiety or unforgiveness and for me that when you can recognize something in yourself mm -hmm. that's very helpful and then you just take the authority over it that God has given us, you take the power away, you ask the Lord to remove it, and you go on from there. Right. And I mean, you can do it with driving your car, and it's all, once you learn how to do it and understand it, you can do it anytime mm -hmm. to yourself. Um, although there are times I think that we need to go back to people that know how to pray to help you to recognize other things right that you need to be freed of yeah yeah i noticed that um in my work in as a therapist and then in my own healing that sometimes it's not just psychological but it's also spiritual like depression and stuff like that yes yeah 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 so it's been a, a real gift and mm -hmm. um not understood Mm -hmm. because um, some people refer, you know, it's evil spirits. I like to say that it's the woundedness that opens us up to these spirits. But I think to use, keep using the word evil spirits is, is kind of frightening mm -hmm. to be in our Catholic faith. We don't, you don't hear evil spirits mentioned or preached about it, but our own woundedness that we receive, even in the womb, there are wounds we receive. Mm, the right. wounds we have as a child. I mean, there are many occasions for being heard or received wounds that we carry and think we have to live that way the rest of our life. Right. When that, that's not true. Yeah. Yeah, the evil spirit, I know when you mentioned the evil spirits, a lot of people think, like if you mention it, like, they think, oh, is that an exorcism? Do I need an exorcism? But Ray, is that's not it. <laughs> no. Well, I think we had some movies that came out that really played up exorcism, mm -hmm. which were not real. Yeah. Um, and there is a process for exorcism, but that doesn't happen very often when someone is completely controlled by a spirit. Mm, right, right. Yeah, I've... I've um learned um and you know in ministry that unbound is a um it's more gentle it's it's more focusing on the person 
rather yes. than, yeah. I think it's very loving. Mm-hmm. And there's certainly, you know, you put them at ease when you, before you even begin to pray with them, establishing a little bit of a connection mm-hmm. and then begin the prayer. And as they relax, they become more and more open to you and to whatever is bothering them. Right. You know, it takes time to trust somebody. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, it doesn't happen right away. And yet in Unbound, I see that trust really comes forth more quickly between the prayers and the person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a gift of Unbound. Right. Now, um, are there any other programs? Now, this is under the Diocese of Norwich, which is under the bishop, right? Correct. Um, Are there any other programs other than Unbound? Well, we do Life in the Spirit. Oh, yeah, Life in the Spirit, right. We'd have a healing retreat with uh, Philip. Um, calling walking closer to God to help you to really deepen your spiritual life. Mm -hmm. We do masses twice a month at the center. We have a weekly prayer meeting at the center. I think with COVID, a lot of things shut down. So it was very difficult because everything stopped. Yeah. Uh, And now it's a little more difficult to start things up again. Uh Uh-huh. So we're just kind of moving slowly and seeing what God is calling. Um, The sad thing is the bishop has taken our building, so we have to move. Um, Oh, okay. We've been there for 22 years. Hmm. Now we're packing up and don't know where we're going. So that's (laughs) that's a hard thing to deal with. Yeah. Except that we know that God has a plan and he's got a place. So, right, you know, right. we're trusting in that journey. Okay. Um, we used to be on Main Street, and then that building was demolished, and we got this building. And all because Bath, Bath Street, right? That's the name of it. Bath Street. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So now we're looking to move to someplace else, and okay. we haven't found anything yet. Yeah. Well, I'm sure God has a plan. We just not we're not sure what it is. <laughs> he hasn't told us yet. Yeah, right, right. You know. But it, yes, I believe he has a plan. And it's better than one we could put together. So yeah. it's just kind of waiting on the Lord. Yeah. Um, in the many years that you've done ministry, um, do you have any miracle stories? Anything that stands out? Yes, a couple. Uh, a young man came in and he was very anxious he was very fearful he didn't quite understand unbound mm-hmm. but um his mother brought him and then we asked if it would be okay if we could deal with him alone and she said fine and he said also said fine and there were things that he was able to share that he couldn't share in front of her mm-hmm. and we were able to pray with him and he left he was so happy he was so um grateful Mm. and kept in touch with him for a period of time and as far as i know he's still doing well but he learned the formula he learned to recognize 
the things that had bothered him. And he learned to recognize as when they came back and began to stir him up again. Mm-hmm. Then we had a man um, who was addicted to many things, pornography, alcohol, mm-hmm. um, having trouble in his marriage. And he came because his therapist sent him. Yeah. And, you know, we prayed with him and then we began to use the unbound prayer. Mm-hmm. And he was so open to it. And when he left, I mean, he was transformed. His face was all lit up. He was so at peace. His wife called us two weeks later and she thanked us. She didn't know what happened, but she thanked us. Mm -hmm. And then the both of them came back for a little more ministry. Mm -hmm. And then they moved to Florida and they were going to pursue the ministry down there. Oh, wow. Oh, that's great. So it was like, wow, yeah, (laughs) you know, we do a little thing and then God does it even better. Right. Yeah. You don't know how the spirit's going to move. Yeah. Yeah. But with all the, the, you know, methods we've used for praying for healing, I, for me, inbound is the gentlest. It's the most loving. Uh You don't, you don't push them. You just listen you pray, you encourage. And to me, that's, that's God keeping in them and in you. Yeah. So what else? Well, I think those are all the questions that I had. Um, yep. Um, and anybody can receive unbound prayer, right? So it's not just Absolutely. Catholics, right? It's like all denominations. Oh, yes. Okay. And I mean, and I would say, you know, teenagers uh-huh. up can use unbound. And also senior citizens, you know, as you get older, you develop a lot of fears. Um, yeah. It would, it's very enlightening to know the formula to be able to deal with the fears and anxieties, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, each and every day for seniors. I mean, it's, it's good for anybody, but yeah. particularly people. Uh-huh. And yet senior, seniors don't seem to be open <laughs> to it or they don't know about it. They probably don't know. Yeah. Right. And how, how do you get the word out to them mm. is, is difficult. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, maybe like some kind of educational, um, I don't know, like the church I work at, I mentioned it to the deacon, um, if I could do some kind of like a psychoeducation, like an educational um, little thing um, in the aftermath or something. So I have to revisit that with him. Would he be open to that? Yeah, yeah, he's really open. He knows about the ministry. Good. Yeah, so, Yeah. And as much as we've tried here, it just, the word just doesn't get out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a little frustrating. But anyway, in God's time, they'll right. fall into place. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Judith. Do you have anything to add before we end? Or No, I just pray that those who listen are open to Unbound Ministry okay. and to seek 
a place where they can learn about it and learn to do it to themselves. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and there is, what was that? I'm sorry. I was going to say spiritual renewal has a, we have a phone number they can call and. Okay. And ask for me and uh-huh. just say they they're looking to learn about unbound ministry. Okay. And the number is 860-887-0702. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. God bless you. Yeah, you too. Okay. Bye.